Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Guess what, girl? What? What? what you what? have literally seven decks in the mail on the way from my house to your house right now as we speak. I can literally only list two decks in my brain. What that... are you expecting? And then okay. I'll fill in the rest. <laughs> so my... Um... Second copy of Spirit Keeper's Tarot, because I'm afraid the first one will catch on fire randomly and just explode. Self-immolate. Yes. Okay. Reasonable, reasonable fear. Okay. <laughs> and Muse Tarot, I think, if it okay. came in. Those are two of them. Yes. Okay. So there's two, and then I have five more? Is that math yep. right? <laughs> Monsters Lenormand. Okay, Monsters Lenormand, okay. One of our decks, because you don't have any of them. Oh, that's true. I only got, like, the first, like, test copy, just to see if it printed okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And this, this is like the first copy that we printed off like in April or May. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, a big size from very like big way size earlier. With spelling errors on it because then we did. Then we looked through the deck and I was like, oh shit, I can't spell on Photoshop. So yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the one you currently have is riddled with errors. Riddled with errors. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Circo Tarot Mass Market. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which I'm so excited to review with you. Yes. Antique Anatomy. Okay. The Mass Market U- at USA of Edition. Okay. Yes. yes, 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 exactly. Okay. And then one more. Oh, the Holly Simple. Oh, yeah. Did you forget about buying that one? Yeah. Well, I, I just, I just like, well, one. the problem is that while I was in the period of moving, I did Kickstarters. So I, everything's like up in the air. Like, I don't know what's coming to you and what's coming to me. Like, so it's <laughs> oh, a surprise. That's true. It'll be a fun mystery. <laughs> we'll just figure it out as we go along. But it took me so long to get this in the mail because every single time, well, first of all, you kept adding more stuff. You'd be yeah, like, it is my fault. It was totally my fault. <laughs> You'd be like, well, oh, moving, now the news will be. Exactly. It's totally your fault. But originally I was going to send it out on Friday because I thought that your Muse Tarot had been delivered to our post office. And when I got there, I was like, this is not from Canada. This is from Brazil. What the hell? And I had completely <laughs> forgotten about buying this deck from Brazil. Yes. Tell me about this deck because now I want it. So you need to tell us how you found it and obtained it. So I am going to Portugal with Nathan in February. And yes. I don't know any Portuguese, obviously. I Portuguese is not frequently taught in schools, I would mm-hmm. say. So I was thinking, wouldn't it be fun to like learn Portuguese via tarot? Like like sort of figuring out some common words or whatever. So I just Googled Portuguese tarot and found this Brazilian deck called Nosotras. And it's very like uteral. Yes. Yes. I saw <laughs> like the logo. I was like, Oh, that's there's a, uterus a stylized ovaries. uterus. As the logo. <laughs> but it's cool. It's a collage yeah. deck with like historical images. I um, love. And it's like historical images that we're not familiar with. Yeah. Cause it's stuff that's Brazilian and it's really cool. It, the weird thing is that it comes in three boxes. So like she originally did the major arcana and then she did a set like other decks in cups and swords and gold and wands. Our friend Buja witchcraft's mom is Brazilian. Oh, I had no idea. So they were like, Oros means gold, not coins. And I was like, oh, I have no, I assumed it was slang. Yeah. (laughs) It probably is. But anyway, so it's like a fun way to learn a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of Portuguese. Meanwhile, Nathan is actually doing Duolingo every single day and can like ask people questions now. Oh my gosh. But I'm having a really hard time because it's very similar to Spanish, but pronounced super different. And so Nathan never took Spanish. Oh, and so he is is starting fresh because he lived in Florida. He took Italian in college. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> you're going to speak Italian in Florida. He was okay, the only bud. person in his Italian class who was not like about to go study abroad in Italy. <laughs> He just thought it'd be cool. But I took Russian in college. So I think you just like in college, you're like, well, this would be funny. And then you end up having to take like several semesters worth of it. He's like, I love Olive Garden so much. I need to learn Italian. Yeah, seriously. But anyway, so he's like picking it up and I'm just okay. like. And you're like, I can learn Portuguese through yeah, tarot. <laughs> at least I'll be able to read Portuguese tarot cards. Yes, that's true. <laughs> if nothing else. Well, and I saw someone else on Instagram tag you where now the author of the deck is selling it in a regular pack. So you don't have to buy three separate kinds. Yeah, I bought it as a three pack, but it was they were like each of the individual decks. I think that she has a version that has like one master box master, with all the right. middle, the small boxes in between it. But okay. I just got them all loose, which loose. is fine. I'm going to yeah. probably decant it into a bag anyway oh yeah so did you um, email th- yeah i emailed their they have their obviously google chrome has like the translate button okay and so i translated the web page and it said this is how much effort i went into this deck oh like- my gosh holly <laughs> you went like like creating our website made you into like a tech genius yeah i'm suddenly like oh squarespace <laughs> I gotcha. But anyway, so I Google translated the page and it said like for international orders, please email this place. And I couldn't figure out what the cost was going to be because I knew that shipping would be pretty high. Yeah. It actually, I mean, it ended up being like 70 bucks with shipping, That's not- which is high, but not super bad for Indy no. with shipment from like the from Southern Brazil. hemisphere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, that's typically what I pay for a Kickstarter to be sent directly to me. Like if the yeah. deck's like about 50 bucks, 25 is usually what I can expect to pay for shipping. Unless you're like really random decks that sh- like charge like 60 bucks for shipping. And I'm like, where are you sending it from? Like <laughs> the moon, the moon, <laughs> like Antarctica. Is that where this deck is coming from? 60 bucks for shipping. No, I'm just gonna... the recently discovered sub ocean continent that's below Southern Europe. Did you read about that? Atlantis. They found Atlantis. Well, no, they said not Atlantis. I was like, it sounds like Atlantis. You guys. It sounds like a scientist. Okay. Scientists. It sounds like Atlantis. Anyway. <laughs> So yay, we have lots of new decks to review coming out. Yeah, so when you get those decks, we'll have a lot to review, which is yes. exciting. And also, yeah, we're just like getting back into the swing of things. It feels I like know. the summer. I mean, for me, oh my God, you know what we didn't do? A what? Maven spread. Oh, We've been doing true. all the equinoxes and solstices, but not this time because we're Yeah, because we were connects. so busy. <laughs> we, we were so busy, life. which is perfect for Maven, actually, it's to be true. like so getting so much accomplished in the months leading up for it that you're just like, whew, we're done. We did it. (laughs) Yes. Like, I definitely felt like a settling within the earth this past weekend. Like, it was just kind of like finally like a releasing. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, it's nice, right? I know. And you did an amazing job this summer keeping up with things on this end for our tarot podcast while I was transient here and there and everywhere. So... (laughs) You're amazing. We I all love did you. our best. I love you too. All right. Should we do this? Do you want to do this episode? Yes. Okay, so it's my turn to pick car of the day, and I'm using Panda Tarot because apparently I found my soul deck when it arrived at my doorstep yesterday. So I know. I loved your reaction so much. You were like fully in tears. I was like crying. 
and listing Kim as the next Mr. Rogers. Like it was, Aww. I was a mess. I was, That's and I'm still sweet. a mess, but it's still sweet. So, so yes, I'm using Panda Tarot for our card of the day. So let's see if any fives pop out this week. So, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> let's break. This and trend. we have the Seven of Swords. Look, we just did our Patreon episode <laughs> on the Seven of Swords, and here I am. Look we at this cute all. panda. He's a pirate panda with the Seven of Swords. It's not like a threatening. Like I'm gonna, he's I gonna love like, I'm the gonna steal your booty. Peacock feathers. You I'm gonna steal your booty. You give a booty. booty. <laughs> this is our booty podcast. This is. This is. So if you want to hear our full thoughts about the Seven of Swords, you can listen to our Patreon episode that is going That's to be true. uploaded next week. But yeah. for abbreviated thoughts, it's just thinking creative solutions to your problems. Don't worry about it. If you pull it, you're not a liar. You're not a manipulator. You're just creative. Well, you thinking. might be, but it's fine. Well, you might be in the context. You may need to examine yourself first. But no. If it don't I, don't, I just don't think it's that bad to no. be a little bit. Oh, I mean, I am a liar about stories. I've recently realized about myself. Sometimes I'm an exaggerator oh. to make a story better. Oh, well. That's like natural. So I think it's normal, but I'm like fine. very, very critical about myself about it. So the seven of swords is, I don't, I don't think it's a negative card necessarily, but just no. kind of look at it when it comes up in context and see what happens. So yeah. And see areas where you can be more creative. That's an accidental Patreon. Which teaser. we kind of did today because we did those Patreon episodes first because I didn't get any sleep last night and I wanted to warm up before we started recording our actual episode. Yeah. <laughs> And my yeah, voice did. needed we to warm up. Creatively. Yeah, we did. And it helped both of us. So I think it was it's good. true. Good it's job, helpful. us. And it's yeah. not a five. Thank goodness. Oh, All no, right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do our first question from Aaron. Aaron, this is our second musical related question in two <laughs> I saw, weeks. And I, I like, saw this and I was like, did Holly change this to handbells? Because. <laughs> yeah, was it a flute? <laughs> no, it's a different question. It's okay. Just, I know. I was just like, did we run out related. of questions and Holly had to make up a question so she just interchanged flute with handbell? Like, <laughs> this is where I'm talking about me being a weird liar. Like, what would be the point of that? The seven of swords in this question. Sorry. So, no, this is a real question from our friend Aaron. And Aaron says, I need a little guidance on my musical life. When when I was younger, I played handbells in a group, which I did too. Same. Little known fact. It brought so much joy to my life each week. I moved away a few years ago. And last year, my therapist suggested that I pick up the hobby again and find a new group for to help with my depression. I joined a new one. And while I still feel happiness ringing the bells and making music, I just don't vibe as well with this new group. They're not as organized. And I just want to play music. I'm on the fence about continuing with this group. Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Yes. So I played bells and so yes. did my mom. Oh. When I was a teen. My mom yeah. played bells for way longer than I did. I played handbells for a couple of years when I went yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah, fun. me too in church. <laughs> it also kind of fell apart because of lack of, lack of organization. I think <laughs> everyone just wants to do the fun part of that sort of thing and not the like the actual practicing part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. So, Aaron, how should we help you? Esther, what do you think? What do you want to start with? I just, I usually just like if there's like, should I stay or should I go? Like there's the two paths sort of like. Yeah. Okay. Saying, drawing cards. Now, do I want to be brave enough to use a deck in a language I'm unfamiliar with or should I just use Antique Anatomy? Let's try to see what happens because you need okay. to practice with it. And sometimes like doing it on audio, like we discovered last week with Lenormand, it just makes you <laughs> like your brain work faster. So. All right. Brave. We're going to do it. OK, so first we'll each pull a card for staying in the bell group. Staying in the bell group. Staying in the bell group. 
please hold for the looking up of an extra bonus card in this Panda Tarot deck. Oh, fun. I got the tower and the star. I got the eight of swords and dream space panda. Ooh, what's dream space panda? (laughs) I've got to Google that just a moment, please. Oh, you know, the classic dreamscape panda. <laughs> well, he's, he's such a cute panda. He's like, look at the blue. Wait, where's the camera? There it is. It's like a panda under like Aww. a nighttime tree. Okay, the key words for dreamspace panda is dreams, visions, imagination, and manifestation. Which is kind of along the lines of the star a little bit. Yes. Especially with the eight of swords. I think definitely you have that feeling of being trapped. Like, stay if you stay. There's those feelings of being trapped. And it's just going to keep driving you a little bit bonkers with how unorganized it is. I feel like that's where the tower is coming through. Just like you'll feel the lack of structure get worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And with this, with the star, it definitely, there's some healing components to this, like where you find that sense of community, you find that sense of like joy of playing the music but just all the exterior stuff is sort of distracting from the actual enjoyment of what's kind of going on yeah i wonder if there would be some way for you to start a new group like to kind of tear down like don't participate like you would basically like leaving would lead you to almost like tear down the group to start one afresh that could be the tower and the star combination too yeah like let it be destroyed so you can start something new like see the hope almost yeah that's true So I think especially with like the eight of swords and the dream, I just think the whole combination is sort of like, like you feel a little bit trapped, but what if you weren't, what if you just like kind of let things totally fall apart and started anew? Like what if you let yourself dream of a group that wasn't this group? Yeah. Because I do know in handballs, there can be like smaller niche groups that don't require a full handball choir. Yeah. Like there's like. It's such an expensive startup cost though. Yeah. Unless you have your own handball. Unless you suggested like, hey, there's some, this kind of music. What, you know, these. Yeah. Maybe people who are interested. Subgroup or something. Yeah. Different subgroup. Yeah. You could propose it like that. Like for those who else are interested, blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. So let's pull cards for should you go. And then maybe that'll give. But yeah, just start getting your imagination going and dreaming and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for going, I got the cutest little hermit. The cutest little hermit. Oh. And the eight of cups. Okay. Hermit and eight of cups. And I got the four. This is so funny because I just noticed that this deck totally does Roman numerals wrong. Like the four is just four ones and the nine, I got the nine of wands also, and it's a five and then four ones. So maybe there's like a difference in how people do Roman Roman numerals. numerals. Oh yeah, maybe. Interesting. I mean, you'd think not, but I guess so. Anyway, so, uh, you, what did you say? You got eight of cups? I got hermit and eight of cups. Okay. So definitely, I think in leaving, you would feel that isolation and like leaving something that you've kind of built and that, you know, and it, well, it can be something you've built going on to, to like more positive pastures. And with the four of cups too, it's a little bit okay, more yeah. sad. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I think that it's kind of time to start thinking about innovative ways to stay in the same group, but maybe deal like deal with the people less or something. Yeah. <laughs> deal with people less. Yeah. Finding your own niche, sub niche within the group itself. Yeah. Or just like, like call whoever out whoever's in charge and doing a bad job out and take over. Maybe this is a coup situation. This coup situation. <laughs> a handbell hand coup. coup. <laughs> we just did that at the same time. I love it. I think hand that it's coup. true. I think it's yeah. time to kind of maybe lay some smack down. Yeah. But even if you start like your own subgroup of like, 
because I, at least I remember in my, in my handbook choir, there were probably like 15 to 20 of us. And then there was like a smaller group of like five people who just oh, did. Oh, really? Yeah. The, yeah. We just did a certain, we all had like six handbells to like, but there's cheap music written for that many handbells. So if you like a yeah. quartet or like a quintet or whatever, sextuplet, whatever. <laughs> That's seven. Sex no, that's six. Six tuplet is also like six babies in your stomach. Sex tuplet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I think it's also just—I don't know. I think Latin, just man, it's impossible. Just like get get onto that dream panda and just kind of imagine, start being innovative of what <laughs> possibilities you have. Or you the know. star. I or mean, star. it doesn't have to be getting onto the dream panda. <laughs> <laughs> the dream panda is here for you. <laughs> Esther's going to start a religious movement worshiping the dream pandas. I'm down. I'm sure you'll be able to find a very successful and wonderful following for that. Yeah. So yeah, just start imagining. Get solution. You've got this. Yeah. Should we uh, like do a pep talk? I feel like it's a little bit incomplete to be like, okay, now create something new. We can do a pep talk. Maybe just each pull a card for stepping forward or something. Okay. Yep. That's good. If Dream Panda, I put all my cards back in. So if Dream Panda comes back out again, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, that sounds exciting. I got the Empress. Oh, and I got the Ace of Cups. What a cute little Oh, bear. yeah. I'm gonna okay. Every card I'm going to be like, Holly, look at this. I'm shoving these cute little bears in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't mind at all. Okay. Uh, okay. So I do think that that would be like starting to find a way for you to foster the creativity within the group makes the most sense. The yes. Empress being like sort of an outward expression of creative endeavors. And then the Ace of Cups being like newness and exciting enthusiasm. I feel like it's kind of saying like, Figuring yeah. out a way to bring more of your creativity into the organizational structure would be a good idea. Yeah, and fostering like new depths of relationships with other people too. I think. Yeah. With the Ace of Cups, especially when you're dealing with other people. So yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, Aaron. This is exciting. Yes, don't we give love up you those so bells yet. Yes, don't give up those bells. We love you. <laughs> we love you. You got this. Okay, for our second question of the episode is from our friend Stevie. I was like, Stevie Nicks. Oh, and I was thinking Stevie from Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. <laughs> At first I was like Stevie Wonder, but the um, pronouns are she and her. And I was like, oh, it's Stevie Nicks then. Yeah. <laughs> also a good one. Thank you. I have been recently talking to my boyfriend about moving in together. We are discussing for November. Right now I am staying with family to have more money to pay f- towards my student loans. While paying off my loans is faster and would be great, it's stressful for my living situation. Should I power through and stay where I am or move in with my boyfriend? It, it just take a little while to pay off the loan. All right, cool. So I think that's another like pretty clear two path. Ex- both of these questions were written in a very straightforward way for us to pull cards for. Well, it. Thank you for that, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, OK, <clears throat> so let's start by pulling cards for paying off the loan. What? Paying off the loan. For paying off the loan and staying at your family's house. Yes, staying families, paying off the loan. Well, I think that we should frame it more with the living situation rather than the loan because the loan is just additional information, right? And I'm sure that the cards will be like, yeah, paying off your loan is great, but also it's going to drive you bonkers. All right. So So staying with with your family. family. Staying with family. (laughs) I pulled the devil and the eight of wands. So okay. I definitely think, especially with the Eight of Wands, it was it's something that's 
a decision that's had to be done because of time and immediacy and not necessarily like a long-term plan and the devil just feeling trapped even more and you can't quite get out from under their thumb sort of stuff. Yeah. And I got the fool and the empress again. So I feel like, I know, maybe I didn't shuffle enough. (laughs) I know that I did. (laughs) Maybe it feels slightly safe or nurturing to be surrounded by family and to kind of be like setting yourself up for your future. Mm -hmm. Or how can it be that? Or I always think of the empress as being a tox when she's toxic or when the empress is toxic, it's more of like a helicopter mom sort of personality yeah, like they're always kind of, of hovering especially with the devil to me the empress to me kind of takes on that more toxic tone than just like the fertility yeah wonderfully. i could see that so it may be just like the, the toxic nature of the empress and that's what that's what stevie is feeling at their house is this overlording empress energy yeah totally and kind of like a little bit of an urge to strike out on your own even if you don't know what that looks like yet with the yeah. tool being added yeah. to it yeah especially with the eight of wands like it's sort of like i need to do this right now i need to do this faster and sooner yeah than, like yeah like planned. the decision was not something you were excited about yeah okay so let's do move in with a boyfriend and then maybe just some additional stuff to keep in mind because the okay. loan stuff is significant but also like there's it's a part of my brain that's like all of us freaking like, you it's know, just, just part know of that we're going to die with student loan debt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like it's not out of the norm. I guess not everybody, but I feel that way about my own self. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I got a six of wands and okay. the page of pentacles. Okay. And I've got the tower, the six of pentacles. And because that was not even confusing and needed to be more confusing, I pulled the ten of swords. Okay. <laughs> and I got the six of wands. That's a lot of six. I think that six. it would feel like, I think it would feel really good. And it would feel like you were sort of starting out on a new chapter, but it would also ultimately end up feeling exhausting. Yes. And you'd probably possibly need help because the six of pentacles is like that getting like monetary help in some way or receiving help and the 10 of swords you would just feel that sense of like you have now like any person who strikes out on their own you now have that personal responsibility on your shoulders to get by with the bills every month you know you have that on your shoulders now to do all this stuff so that's a different sort of burden that you would need to bear pandas pun not intended oh god i didn't even (laughs) get that at all (laughs) I was like, panda pun? What? <laughs> I didn't mean it. And then I thought it was like, ha panda. You're like, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. I'm <laughs> keeping keep the pun. everybody. Okay. So that still seems a little bit confusing. Yes. So I think maybe I was wrong about interpreting this as being primarily a living situation question. And we should redo it again with it being primarily a money situation. Okay. And see if maybe that sheds more light. Okay. Well, you can try okay. it that way. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm just drawing a lot of negative cards for both situations. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. It's like, I'm like, um, Stevie, um, <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stevie. It's not on purpose. The pandas really want to help you. Okay. And Stevie is one of our new Patreon. Oh. <laughs> for this month we love you, Stevie. Sorry, we Stevie. Okay. So yeah, let's answer questions about the, like 
student loan stuff rather than the living situation. Okay, so stuff. we're going to ch- so we're going to change. We're going to draw st- kind of start all over again, but with the intention being for yeah. the student loans focus, yeah, and not yeah. necessarily like the whole living situation focus. Exactly. So okay. paying the loans off now versus paying the loans off more slowly. Okay, so I will put the cards back into the deck. It's almost like our brains are like, up oh, loans, there's math involved. Math. Rebel, rebel, <laughs> reject, reject. Abort, abort. <laughs> we cannot math. We cannot math. Don't ask us to math. All right. So paying loans off sooner. Okay. So paying loans off sooner. Thanks a fucking lot, goddamn tarot. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I got, I got the two of swords. Oh, <laughs> It's like, yeah, I know there's some indecision. I got the two of swords and the six of swords, though. Okay. I got the six of cups. Compared to our first reading, we got the other, like, reverse sixes. Like yeah, six the other wands. two sixes. That's so <laughs> funny. So I got the six of cups, which kind of confirms this is a home decision. Judgment, which means, to me, it means that they'd be able to get to their calling faster, whatever their calling yeah. in their life is. And I also pulled the seven of cups. So it would be a time of, like, like, well, should I do this? Should I do this? Like, that's kind of, like, I think that time in any like adult who lives at home still it's very indicative of what anyone can expect <laughs> pretty yeah. much yeah and i feel like with the six of the paying off the loans faster would be like leaving behind the like the uncertainty and lack of mobility that comes with having debt yes so if you pay it off sooner you'll feel like you can kind of like fresh start in some ways which would also go back to the fool that we got the first time we went through this right the fool was one of the cards that i pulled for staying at your family's home yeah so maybe staying at your family's home and having the financial stuff be resolved faster would allow for you know being able to kind of like move on without that like looming specter of student loan debt i lived at home until i was like 28 like paying off student loans oh yeah stuff. i don't yeah. think there's anything there's wrong nothing wrong with saying home at all at all at home at all yeah <laughs> not at all and i think that it <laughs> no, would be the paying off the debt faster is something that would be a huge relief benefit really would allow you to yeah. make decisions later in a more like comfortable way like you wouldn't feel quite so trapped like that two of swords energy you wouldn't feel quite so trapped by your decisions if you didn't have to worry about that that's very true yes all right so then taking longer to pay off the loan got that nine of wands again and strength okay i got ten of wands and page of wands (laughs) okay so yeah it would be exhausting yeah yeah I, I mean, it's. I feel like the paired with the cards that we got for the living situations, it could be okay, but yeah. it would be. That's a lot of tens. That's two separate tens. Yeah, two separate tens. And the nine of wands twice. Yeah, and the page of wands to me, it's like you kind of don't know what you're doing, and you're just kind of making decision because you want to go with your heart and just do it. And yeah, it's not and maybe you didn't. The there aren't any cards about kind of like trusting your gut. It's all kind of like yeah. a little bit heavier in the whole yes. moving out thing. Yeah, especially because I got the tower the first time around too, and the ten of swords. So and I me, just got the ten of swords. It just yeah. popped out while I was shuffling. So yeah, I think that's a lot to think about. But yes. I think that the debt stuff is something that you'll feel a lot more comfortable with moving forward in your life generally. If you don't have that on your shoulders. Yes. Yes. Especially if when moving out, you hit, there's that felt burden that's very apparent with both spreads that we did for this. Like yeah, both focuses. Totally. There's a huge, 
like moving out it's like a huge burden for you so yeah yeah just right now is not the time good luck stevie stevie we love you so much yeah and you can totally do this you have a lot of strength it just is like whether or not you want to put yourself in a situation where you're exhausted and a little bit overwhelmed yeah should we pull cards for like like how to optimize living with your family like if that's an area where she's struggling maybe yeah doing like what you could focus on to make that experience as good as possible oh yeah yeah definitely yeah let's pull some cards for that okay this is always what happens when we're like not pleased with our results well it's (laughs) It's like like, (laughs) we always for every person we want to read for we want something like positive that will give direction for their life but when there's so many like cards that are so very not negative they're, they're kind of negative but they're more exhausting of like very, more yeah exhausting. they're exhausting and burdensome you know we don't want to leave you with that without resolution god i keep having like finding cards put in here upside down oh like face up while i'm shuffling so i don't know if i'm shuffling sloppily or something if those are cards look another freaking one what the hell is this deck like talking to you I think it is. It seems very, like, interesting. So, especially because I haven't pulled the Four of Swords. Yeah. And the Queen of Pentacles both were just face up. And the Queen of Pentacles is your significator. Yeah. But it also could just be, like, maybe even Stevie's significator. And the way to deal with being here is just to, like, kind of be rational about it and create the best of it and allow it to be a space for rest and kind of recuperating. Yeah. With that four of swords. And then once you've done that recuperating, you can like strike out on your own. Yeah. For the Cause it's like, like that recovery point. Yeah. And the high priestess. And I got the nine of pentacles. So kind of focusing on what you're making right now and everything yeah. will come to fruition for you. Yeah. And also giving yourself time to like feel and think and not make a decision really quickly because maybe moving in with your family was a quick decision that you're not totally pleased with, but it also sounds like moving out of your family's house would be a quick decision that might have some consequences. So spending this time like recuperating, like getting like bringing some financial success to yourself by paying off more of your loans and spending some time internally thinking about what your goals are would be the best bet with that addition of the high priestess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree. Awesome. Well, good luck, Stevie. Yes. We love you. And I guess that is a good transition because Stevie's our first Patreon shout Patreon shout out. <laughs> Way to go, Holly. I know. I could have probably moved her further down the list, but she... <laughs> Sorry, Stevie. <laughs> One more card for Stevie. So our Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash wildlytarotpodcast. And we put a lot of stuff this week. We're doing some more um, tarot wildlies. We're going to continue with the swords. Uh, we stopped doing that for a really long time, but we got a couple of messages that were like, hey, are you guys ever going to keep doing those minor arcana tarot wildlies? And we're like, oh, I guess we could. Yeah. <laughs> We just kind of felt lazy because they're only like little small snippet episodes, but exactly. you know, if you if people all like them, we'll just keep them. doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a Patreon supporter, you get access to all of our bonus content, which includes a lot of really fun stuff, including an episode uh, with me and Nathan, my husband, me reading for him for the first time, a lot of cult episodes, a lot of vulnerability from us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yes, I, yeah, our Patreon. Yes, <laughs> Esther struggles with vulnerabilities. So one do. of the most recent episodes made her feel very vulnerable. And yeah, I'm still, like, I still like it. have cold sweats at night, thinking, should I take that episode down? No, my family is not a part of the Patreon. It's okay. And then I think, well, maybe it's like a fake name. Surely not. 
No, surely not. Surely not. I feel not. like it would have come up in your group message if they I knew about it. I feel like podcast. they would have called me out. I would have gotten one ugly letter, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. But we also do Patreon shout outs where we pull a card for each Patreon supporter. So Stevie, the first one on our list, your card is the fucking Ten of Wands again. <laughs> well, at least I'm it's confirming, so like we're self-confirming. Like that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. So it's all being confirmed. Naomi, your card is the Seven of Pentacles. And Desiree, your card is the Queen of Pentacles. And Sammy, the second we get seven, two, three, four, six, seven. <laughs> Sammy, your card is the Eight of Swords. Ooh. Interesting. She has a question in the queue about work that that corresponds Ooh, that with. It may have to. Okay. We'll listen to our Patreon episode about the Eight of Swords coming out. So, uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Chris, your card is the Lovers. Aw. <laughs> Look at how that's spelled. Let me this see. This is why it took me so long to figure it out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Enamoradas. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Asanama. The, okay, the, well, the, the lovers. enamored people. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whitney, your card is the Two of Wands. Oh. Fun. So if you want to get a Patreon shout out from us and Moon Minutes, and I'm doing a bunch of readings this weekend for Patreon members. Oh, and I shall too. Yeah, Actually, you... I probably won't because it's Wade's memorial. Yeah, Who just don't worry. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> Esther so, will do more Patreon readings this weekend. I will do, do great Patreon readings this weekend now that I have <laughs> a free and open schedule. Thank the goddesses above. WileyTerrorPodcast.com slash shop. You can go there if you want to make a one-time donation. Or shop oh, our Amazon list or, or order our deck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I our... totally forgot. We have one-time donations available on the Wildly Tarot store. So if you don't want to commit to a monthly donation, you can just do a once-off. We would appreciate that too. That's also where our decks are no longer under pre-order because they're <laughs> all in my house. They're actually ordering. If you order it, I'll have it shipped out within a couple of days. And... And you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah, so much stuff. Awesome. Hey! Okay. <laughs> we did it! Now we can get to what you really want, our deck of the week. Yes, exactly. And we are talking this week about White Sage Tarot by Teresa Hutch. And this is from the publisher. Inspired by ancient healing traditions, this charming tarot deck features endearing animals in the court cards, chakra colors in the minors, and natural elements throughout. I did not realize there were chakra colors in the minors. I know, me whatsoever. neither. I was I like, oh, interesting. Like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> the 78 cards balance masculine and feminine energy with modern minimalist art rendered in a soft pastel palette. Say that four times fast. Soft pastel palette. Soft pastel palette. Pastel palette. <laughs> White Stage Tarot helps people find clarity and flow along the journey of life. Includes a 78 pocket-sized cards in tin, but you have the big version, right? No, I have the tin version. Oh, yeah, the tin version. Because there was a big version. Was it Kickstarter? I think the first edition, the indie version, only had the big one. And then all of the mass market is only the small one. Okay, okay. Yeah. And a 64-page booklet and chakra chart. Somehow I lost my chakra chart card. Don't know where it is. Try to find it. Have no idea. There's two. Yeah. Lost them all. Well, I mean, neither of us really work that closely with chakras, so that's not totally surprising. Yeah, it's, it's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. So. so I guess we could just go into the general impressions and vibe because that kind of goes along with it. I think that the name does this deck a disservice. We'll start there. Yes. Because there's on her website, she talks about how white sage is used by people the world over, but that's not necessarily true. Sage is used by people the world over yes. as smoke cleansing, but white sage is specifically like 
grown naturally only in this area of the world, like the Southwest and Northern mm-hmm. Mexico. And so there are a lot of people who uh, believe that utilizing white sage should really be reserved only for Native Americans or indigenous people in Northern Mexico who utilize that in their smoke cleansing practices. So when you see smudging or whatever, like that specific term is a really specific practice. I think we've touched on that before. Yes. But the, the reason that I think the name does it a disservice is that white sage is a controversial product for that reason. So I think that using it in this context does the deck a disservice because the deck doesn't really need to be about white sage. It doesn't have that much other stuff in there that would indicate that it was part of like a closed practice. So I think that if it had just been called the sage tarot or blue sage tarot or whatever, maybe that would have made people a little bit more drawn to it because the color, the art is really beautiful. It's very soft and gentle. Yeah. It's a very kind deck. Yeah. And I love the animals. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that it's really cool. I, a lot of the animals in it are animals that are like local to me, like mountain lions and otters and stuff like that. And so to me in that way, it's like a very special, special deck, but I think that the name could have been different. Yes. And to me, I, because I don't use chakras, I, and because it also is like a practice of a different religion, kind of. Like, we've talked about chakras before, where it's more Hindu and kind of like yeah. the, like the line between, like, appropriation and appreciation with chakra work. I've used to kind of identify body areas, but not actually, like, worked with cleansing those areas. Because since I'm not in that practice, then why would I use that? Yeah. Well, and also, it's been just very, very widely spread throughout New Age communities in general. And I think that, like, the New Age understanding of chakra work is probably really different than what true chakra work is. Yeah. So I think that that's another reason that we just, like, you and I both have not really been that drawn to it. Like, there are other ways to check in on parts of your body through visualization and meditation without using mm-hmm. a framework that we don't have a good grasp on. So yes, there, that's like, I think the reason that it took me so long to get it is that to me, those are two strikes. Yeah. And also I don't totally always love animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always love animals, but I don't yes. always feel that connected with animals on cards, but I actually think that it's really well done in this deck. And with all of that being said, the general impression and vibe that I get from this deck is really overwhelmingly positive. Those yes, are just yes. the two weird things. The name is a little bit of a disservice. And then so much of an emphasis on shocker work is just something that I don't totally connect with. Yeah. I think this court, it, they're kind of more like stylized pips and not really like interpretive, like RWS kind of stories within the cards that you would kind of see with the minors. Arcana. Yeah. So I think that's why it was, it's been hard for me to kind of read because like the majors are gorgeous. All all of my favorite cards are majors because they're absolutely stunning and the court cards are beautiful. But when yeah. you get to the minors and then it being primarily pips, but they're like a different style of pips and like on the card itself, like it'll say, it will say the 10 of pentacles, but the 10 of pentacles, it's like sand and the sand. I love the sand dollars, but it's like, like a rainbow, like banner above oh, 10 pentacles. So that pentacles. would be then all of the, So that, I guess that is a good way to use it. I wonder if there'd be a different framework to bring up the different areas that it's impacting besides using chakras, but like the 10 of pentacles, any of the tens, you could see it being with more of a rainbow. Well, I guess 10 of pentacles and 10 of cups, because that's like a sort of aligned being card. Right. Like you're sort of aligned with all of your chakras. The Ten of Wands has a green ribbon on it, which represents the heart chakra. So I guess the Ten of Sword or the Ten of Wands being so much about like 
exhaustion and feeling kind of overwhelmed, it could make a lot of sense with the heart chakra being the most involved chakra. Yeah. So I can see where she's going. I think that she did spend a lot of time thinking about that, but since it's not something that we use in our practice, it's lost on us because we, since we don't automatically associate different colors with different chakra centers, we would need to use the chart in order to right. Like get there, get there. And like in the book itself, it does like, detail like what the chakra that you work and work with is and the negative and positive meanings. So it's not like you're left out hanging. It's just yeah. because it's more of like a stylized pip and I'm not used to reading. Like I'm used to reading like pip ducks themselves, but this is like a different style kind of pip. And so it's yeah. a little bit, and I don't mind it, but it is, it is just a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit yeah. more, but it is typically the colors are really, really soft. And then the only strong color in each card is one that's associated with one of the chakras for at least the minors. Yes. But yeah, so I think the general impression and vibe is it's really soft. It, I feel like, I think in maybe somebody, some review that I read, maybe Benabelle's, she talks about how it's like perfect for a yoga retreat. Oh yeah, there's like Because like the death card is just like a light at the end of the tunnel. It's like not, there's nothing confrontational that's really happening in it. So I yes. do think that if you're somebody who works with chakras, being able to say like, here's this traditionally negative card, but it's really about this being a block within one of your chakras, you could like framework it that way to work through it with whoever you're reading for. Right. So I have not used it that way. It, since it's in a 10, it just has lived in my purse for the last few weeks. And I've just used it as a regular tarot deck without oh, yeah, any yeah. of the chakra stuff. So it can be used that way. But I think once you like read what the publisher and artist want it to be, it's a little bit like, Oh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Did not exactly what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's still really beautiful. So what yeah. types of readings have you used it for? I have used this off and on for like a year. I've tried to give it away a couple times. I know. Excuse me, ma'am. I was <laughs> supposed to be the recipient. Well, it's like part of it is if I'm not able to connect with a deck, I don't want to force it. Like I'm yeah. not going to force a deck to work with me that doesn't kind of want to connect with me. Like, it's like, yeah, like, totally. But then when we did our episode about queering the tarot and Fawn messaged that this was one of the decks that they loved, I was like, well, maybe oh, I should give a different true. chance because yeah. it doesn't have any, there's no people on it. There's no, no gender conformity anywhere on these, on this deck other than like crowns and like ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think personally, I would probably just use this as a majors only deck because I only really oh. connect with the majors. I like that. Even majors, only majors and court cards. Yeah, because the majors and court cards are what I really connect with because those are the ones that have animals on them and they're beautiful. But it's just the minors themselves. Just I'm like, there's like coffee mugs for the cups. I'm like, okay. Like (laughs) that. I just don't connect with the minors in a way that I would like. So I may just, yeah, I may just separate it out and just use it as a majors only deck. You can give all the minors to Doongie since he likes to chew on cards so much. He likes to chew on the cards. He can have his own tarot practice. (laughs) Yeah. Just minor arcana. Just minor arcana cards. What are your favorite cards? Let's transition okay, into that. Okay, so topic. controversially, I do love the star, even though it does have like it looks like a sage bundle that's yeah. smoking around. I do like it's a very beautiful. It's beautiful card. Well, and I do think that it's important to note that sage as an herb is something that is grown all over the world yes. and has been used in smoke cleansing in a lot of different practices. Yes, it's just specifically white sage that people have concerns about. Yes, yeah, and there's like a lot of information about it being endangered, and there's like some controversy about that, like whether or not it actually is endangered, but no matter what, if people, if an indigenous group is saying, please don't use this tool because it's something that's ours, I'm not going to 
insist on using it. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, if you can, like, ethically source your own sage from your own garden or things like that that's not white sage. Or you can grow white sage on your own as long as you're not harvesting from nature nature. Yeah. I have my sage from Nepal, like a ethically sourced people group in Nepal that sells it. And so I can get it from them quite easily. So I think it's just knowing what you're purchasing and where your tools come from is the big point. Yeah, and not just going on Amazon and buying whatever's cheapest. Okay, so the star, I also love the star. It's beautiful. I love the lovers because, well, first of all, they're seahorses. And I love that the dad carries the baby. And I just think that's so cute. So I just think the seahorses are beautiful. And this like beautiful blue colors. I love the hermit because he's a sloth. He's just a cute little sloth and a hoodie. I like that he's wearing a hoodie. (laughs) I love that he's wearing a hoodie. And the queen of cups because it's an otter and she's carrying coffee. And I feel like this is me on any given day. The queen of cups cups. is, so there are otters for all the court cards for cups, but the queen and king are the only ones that are like sea otters. The other ones are river otters. River otters, yeah. And sea otters, because I'm from the Monterey Bay area and sea otters are like our thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was my brother's college mascot. I also have the queen of cups because I just love them so much. Even though they're vicious little bastards, they will tear your fucking head off. But (laughs) you've seen any otter eat a fish. You just don't come between them and their fish. No, 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 no. And in Monterey, you have to like actually stay really clear of them because they're protected. So you can't be within like a hundred yards of them. And if you notice that you are, you're supposed to like very quietly back away. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And then my last favorite card is the fool, because how can you not love a little puppy with I a little know. stick in his mouth? Just I like printed along. It's a so I thought those were like really good choices and I really like them. I really love the Queen of Cups. So that's the only one that we share. Oh, okay. I also I did pull one minor just because I wanted to kind of point it out. The okay. five of pentacles. I really like it when um people do things like crush one of the pentacles or whatever because oh, yes. even though it's pippy it kind of indicates what the deal is yes so it's like sand dollars and one of them is broken and i think yes. that that's cool i love it the sand dollars is i thought a genius move it's so it works so well for something that has so many sea creatures yes judgment is a light bulb that's been turned on which oh, i think yes. is cool like yes. i think that's kind of a neat interpretation of like that realization that light bulb moment um, the Page of Swords has a mountain lion on it, so I'm a fan. I like that all the courts had similar animals for all of their yeah, totally. havens. The Empress is a seal, which made me laugh because the Empress is so much about yes. like creation and seals are such loud bastards. <laughs> so I love the idea of this of me, like me as the Empress, Empress? is me just being like, hug, hug, <laughs> like seals do. Just being loud. I literally can watch Seal and Wallace videos all day long of them like charging up to people and like just yeah. like flailing on each other. I think it's the most uh, hilarious thing ever. They're just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how they deal with it. It's the best. <laughs> uh, and then I also really like the Hanged Man because it's a monarch. Um, oh yes, a monarch. What you call it? Chrysalis. Is that a chrysalis? Not or yet. More? Okay, it's the caterpillar. Yeah, it's the caterpillar, but it's about to turn into a chrysalis. Mm, yeah. Anyway, I'm super into monarchs this year. Yeah, because of that account that I told you about. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed anyway. So yeah, those are my favorites. And I, I don't know. It's growing on me. I like having it in my purse because the only other purse sized deck that I have that's in a tin is the centennial centennial centennial. (laughs) (laughs) And then also Pixie's astonishing Lenormand. Yeah. So I like having a non RWS clone purse deck. I keep like a small Lenny deck with me at all times. And then something like this is really nice because I've been like, I've noticed my own practice. I've been getting away from like people 
decks and going more towards animal decks. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or what's kind of going on recently, but I've just been drawn more into more animals. So yeah, I kind of like my idea of doing like a majors only. I think you should. I love that idea. I mean, you could actually also, because the Pixie's Astonishing Lenormand, if that's your purse Lenormand, that deck, that box has so much extra space because the Pixie's Astonishing Lenormand isn't that big. Oh, that's true. So if you did majors only for this, I bet you could fit it all into the same box. Fit them all in the same box. Yeah, that's true. I mean, save some space. And that's way more waterproof than the Mesquite Tarot box. That's very true. (laughs) All right, so let's pull a card to represent our relationships with the deck relationships with the deck Wow. and the cardstock is totally decent it's like just a solid u.s games yes yeah, nice to flip through this like mindlessly and surprisingly for this deck i got the high priestess oh that's cool and it's a cat with a moon on her face i like the cat because it's a tortie right I think it's it's white base. I feel like it's a calico because torties are black base. Baby, that's true. Oh, I want a cat. I know I do too. I almost lured one cat in from our outside because it keeps coming up to me and almost, you almost coming catnapped in. that cat. I have tuna to about to catnap it to myself. And I got the four of cups, which is kind of hilarious because <laughs> I had such strong feelings about the two strikes against it, and then it's like, well, then fine. <laughs> Yeah. You don't like me at all. I do like this deck a lot. Yeah. It's just, we have some apprehensions. What? Is that a word? And also, I don't even really, I mean, the chakra thing is like so, it's just not us. But other no. people do it really successfully and really like that framework. And I'm not saying that you can't use that, use it that way. I'm just saying that we don't. We don't. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the Muse Tarot because Chris Ann is, has announced that she's not selling it after the 6th. So we're going to review it on the third and you'll have three days to decide (laughs) whether or not it's a deck you'd like. (laughs) Three days, three days. You can do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So next week we'll be talking about the Muse Tarot and that's our show. Don't forget to send us any questions you have. They can be life questions or questions about reading tarot or reading any kinds of cards. Um, You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a super handy form to submit questions that also has like a time period that you need an answer by, which is nice. Yes. And also tell your friends about us and write review us. Apple Podcasts has a new like format and of categories and our podcast is kind of getting higher because of these new categories. So if you could rate and review us, that'd be really, really nice and helpful really? for people to find us. Yes. What's the new categories? People... Well, it's, it's more subcategories now. So we're not just stuck in religious like spirituality oh, because religion neat. and spirituality all used to be one group, but now it's all yeah. different. And so we're in a better subgroups for us. So if you could please write and review us so people can find us easier would be amazing. And we would love you so much for it. Totally. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Parrot Podcast. (laughs) Wildly Parrot Podcast. That's what we do what every week. What if we turned out to be parrots. giant human-sized parrots this whole time? <laughs> Surprise! Kyla would be terrified of us if we ended up being parrots. Just well, let's just be true. honest. <laughs> well, she's already booking tickets to see me, so sorry, so girl. Surprise! Turns out I'm a giant parrot. <laughs> okay, you can also join our Facebook community by searching "Wildly Tarot Podcast" on Facebook, and also support us on Patreon. We would love your support, and also to give you a shout out and lots of our other goodies. Yeah, and remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. Yay! We love you. Have a great week.